Hey guys. We are back finally. Oh my gosh, it has been such a long time. It has been, but we ran out of fun things to say about stupid movies that yeah. are the same movie. Okay, the thing with the Hallmark romance movies is that you start to notice that they're all just each other spliced together. Yes. So we'll I take this person from this movie, mm -hmm. this storyline from this one, right? We'll add in this piece because it might be interesting. Yeah. We'll put it in a different location, still shot in British Columbia. Yeah, with different people, you know. And then it's just basically the same movie, like the movie with the flipping of the houses over the springtime last year with Tyler cool. Hines and whatever was basically him flipping Lacey Chabert's house in the Christmas movie this year. <laughs> exactly. So it's like we just had to be like take a step back does this make sense to keep talking about these romance movies we didn't have i didn't have anything unique to say no and if it's the same movie over and over again when when would you have something unique to say so the whole thing is now we are trying a different tack as we go back and listen to our own content because yes we do as good podcasters that's the right thing to do um, we have found that our murder and mystery ones, so we did the Haley Dean mysteries, two plus two equals murder, and that entire series with Chad Lowe, because, because yes. reasons. Because we had to. Um, and it was amazing. And I have listened to that one back. I listened to us a lot. <laughs> anyway, it's like my entertainment. They're hilarious. It's a pep talk. Yeah. And then along came a nanny. Well, because that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it was I'm sorry, that's some of my best content. Gold. I am, like, shocked that I was that funny. Yeah. Oh, Robin and her RV rant. That was just, like, the best part I of that entire rant. thing. So we felt like those movies are a little bit more We got fun. better feedback. Yes. Better feedback. They're a little bit more fun. And there really is, like, kind of something to figure out where they do end up being different. And, yeah, while the overall formula is still the same, that's going to be true for any of these movies, you know, when you get to the end, it's a different story and a different plot, you know? And it I think that's... It has to be a different plot. It yeah. has to be a different plot, you know? So we're going to try them. We're going to try them. And the murders <laughs> and mysteries, they're, like, almost all series as they, well. Yes. And so the characters are the same in a lot of these. But you can't have the same storyline over and over and over again because if you have a baker... Yeah whose milk delivery guy gets killed in every episode and then so does the rich guy in town yeah there's not there's yeah there's gonna be a problem that <laughs> right that's not a problem to tackle you can't keep doing that so um and there's a million and one of these which is cool i mean you've got crossword mysteries with lacy you've got the matchmaker mysteries with danica you've got the baking ones with um you know sammy from days of our lives we I will this. never see here as anything but Sammy <laughs> no, from Days of Our Lives. Sorry, she's typecasted. I don't give a crap what she gets into. It's just, just that's who Sammy. She is. It's who she is. <laughs> I mean, you play 20 years as a character, that's what's going to happen in a soap. And Cameron Matheson was in soaps too, but for some reason I don't see him. Well, I didn't watch All My Children, but. Is that what he was on? He was on All My Children for a long time. Oh, yeah. Days Back of in the Kelly Ripa days. was the. Yeah. That was, is the soap. Well, Marlena was possessed, so. I mean. That's a storyline yeah. like no other. I know. <laughs> John was a priest. Okay. Lord. Okay. We're not doing soaps. But oh, well. that would be an interesting... <laughs> um, maybe interesting that's another side, angle. Side yeah. project. If this doesn't work out. So what we did is we figured, okay, all the Christmas movies were the same. We didn't have anything unique. A lot of the romance stuff were getting the same. So let's go back, see what we do best, and then we're going to try this. Yeah. And so we're going to do a bunch of murders. Yeah. Murders and mysteries. All the murders. Which, you know, is it really a mystery? Eh, Ten minutes in. Not as much mysteries <laughs> as it was before. But we're going to go with it. Once you meet the murderer, you kind of know exactly who it is. But it's 
it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The story, again, is still different. This is for people who want mysteries but can't handle true crime. There, exactly. That is so true. Okay, listen. Reagan's, like, obsessed with this stuff. I can't watch it because then everyone that I live near is going to kill me. Dude, up I and vanished. That's actually one of my points in this. Up and vanished. Oh my! So okay, let me shout out some amazing true crime podcasts right there now. Counterclock, fantastic. Up and vanished, fantastic. It's also on oxygen. Um, obviously, listen to my favorite murder. I mean, so great. Uh, just obviously, <laughs> obviously. I mean, they're very famous. But anyway. I don't know how Reagan can watch so many people get killed and go to bed. Oh, and show up at hotel rooms at 10 o'clock at night and walk in parking lots. I was scared to death last night walking from, because I got into Charlotte Airport at like 11 p.m. And I had to walk on the top, you know, like where your your car is outside. And like, I was like the only person walking, but there was still a sea of cars. And I was like, somebody going to come out this car and like bash me in the face. And then I'm not going to get home tonight. But it didn't happen. I I did make it. I'm fine. But it happens. Okay? True crime. All right. Okay. So So. this first murder mystery we're going to talk about is Murder, She Baked. And it is, what is it, the cookie mystery? I'm looking Um, at your note. Oh, yeah. uh, Murder, She Baked is a chocolate chip cookie mystery, which it has nothing to do with that. But anyway. (laughs) So Murder, She Baked is a series, and it's kind of funny. Allison Sweeney, Mm -hmm. Sammy, is in this. And it's a chocolate chip cookie. A chocolate chip cookie mystery. There you go. Has nothing to do with fucking chocolate chip cookies. Not As one a matter of cookie fact, is the chocolate only chip. Cookie she references has a freaking cherry in it. Right. It's not, not chocolate. I don't understand. Like so. Anyway. Problem one. But anyway. Anyway, um, I'm gonna give us the synopsis, which you know will take two minutes, and I'll forget everything. <laughs> Start it <laughs> up. What I do best. Turn up for Robin. <laughs> so it starts off like a Hallmark movie with happy music mm-hmm. and all this fun. But um, Sammy, I don't even know what her real name is. In this <laughs> Hannah. Hannah. Hannah something. Sweet Swenson. Hannah Swenson. Sure. We got it. <laughs> Hannah owns a bakery. We find out later she almost got a doctorate degree, but somehow she ended up owning a bakery. And um, she has a cat that she loves. And so she starts making something in her kitchen, puts it in the oven, takes it out, and then leaves to go for a run. I don't understand that. Like, when things come out of the oven, you eat that shit right away. I didn't even notice she put some in the oven. <laughs> she ends up at the bakery. She's doing all this stuff. We find out that there's a delivery guy that's been, like, her friend since elementary school. And Aww. they have this weird kind of cool relationship. But, yeah. like, maybe he kind of likes her. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's the next day. He doesn't yes. show up. And then they hear his truck. And then he doesn't come in. And she goes out. And he's shot dead. Shot dead, yeah. Shot dead in his in his truck. Now, you don't really hear a gunshot. They make it kind of sound like the car backfires, mm-hmm. and that's what she thinks. But anyway, yeah. she's upset for a hot minute. <laughs> like, really upset, convincingly upset for a hot minute. Her upsetness lasted such a short period of time. <laughs> and then, she's not crying at the funeral later either, people. And the funeral, <laughs> side, side little note, the funeral director actually said, it's over now. <laughs> like, no one says that. <laughs> Anyway. Cold-blooded. So, <laughs> That's a cold-blooded funeral. <laughs> Get out. We have another one at 2 o'clock. Okay. Yes. So, you know, her, her best friend's murdered. She doesn't know why. Her brother-in-law is the cop and is, like, overly dramatic and nuts. <laughs> and they have to bring this detective into this small town, Eden Lake, to mm. help figure out the crime. Yeah. Who is the most delightful man in the world, Cameron Matheson. We have talked about him before. I 
Love him. Love him. Even though I don't like half the stuff he does, half the stuff he says, or half the movies he's in, I still love the guy. Yeah. But like, uh, I want to be friends with you, love. Yeah. Not like I want your babies, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you're a gorgeous man, but I just want to be friends it's with you. It's not a sexy love. It's just like a... He's just happy and like... Deep bros. <laughs> you want that energy in your life yep. somehow, because it would make everything better. But yep. anyway, he's the detective. So much drama. <laughs> Sammy accuses 50 million people of killing her boy, mm-hmm. and then someone pulls a gun on her. So A lot of accusations. That's my um, that's my synopsis. So what we're going to do, instead of going through the whole movie mm-hmm. like we've done in the past, right. um, I have selected my top most rant-worthy things. <laughs> Reagan has done the same, and we'll go back and forth <laughs> and piggyback, I think, because I think we think very similarly. We do. I we know this. Think. As is pathetic, but okay. <laughs> it works. Um, so we're going to go back and forth. So, Reagan, why don't you pick your first thing? Okay, so you open the movie, right? And she is on her run, as Robin mentioned, right? While she's got this other shit in the oven. Well, and she's on the biggest loser. She's got to keep that facility. <laughs> Absolutely. So she's, you know, she's got to work out. So she's she's running through her neighborhood, and it is, like, the most hokiest Mm-hmm. Like situation of like you know how like small town life where like she's high fiving the mailman and she's like you know throwing shouts out to like some dude on his bike or whatever mm-hmm. and the only thing I could think of back to true crime <laughs> was that most likely one of these people would murder her you know <laughs> so like you know. why did you murder her because she high fived me every fucking morning. <laughs> couldn't take it anymore she had to go you know (laughs) it's like one of these things like and then you'd find her buried in like at the dairy farm you know what i mean they find her a bag of flour absolutely so that for me was just like the funniest thing because i was just like i love how they like made this like you know of course it's very hallmark so like small town life is way better than city life but the thing is in the city you don't meet people enough times to where anybody would like grow enough animosity at you to want to murder you that's usually the benefit is like the anonymity of living in the city you live in a small town like this that one person who kind of fucked up anyway because you know they're a little off you know maybe there's some incest i don't know um like (laughs) that's the person reagan took this to a very dark place right the person who knew you in high school you know 10 years ago who's always held a grudge is has now decided they pulled up the gumption with them and their like dumbass friend to like murder you and put you in their trunk so that's this is why i moved out of (laughs) exactly that's number one (laughs) <laughs> oh my god check check all right well mine's i have one that's kind of like that it's actually one of my last ones but again with the opening it's the opening of this movie is a hallmark movie like it's a, your traditional springtime happy-go-lucky hallmark movie big house huge kitchen has no idea how she has the money to afford any of that shit right goes for the jog in the happy neighborhood and then i have it throughout some of these things too there's a couple i won't even call them your traditional stereotypical tropes <laughs> but since we're we're connoisseurs of hallmark we are there are hallmark hallmark tropes such as meddling mothers yep which this mother check check i'm just gonna call her sammy yeah and this barbara niven is the mother she plays she's a very hallmark she she's deep in hallmark Yes. She does all the... And she plays the mom well. Yeah. The mom. She's fantastic. Yeah. The stuff she says to her daughter, she sets her up with a dentist. They don't tell her. They yeah. don't tell her anything. I guess they have family dinners every week or oh, whatever. God. Yeah. She shows real. up. 
with her regular clothes from work. And they're like, why aren't you wearing a dress? She's like, because I was working. I wrote that. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, she just got out of work. That's why she has fucking flour in her hair, because she owns a bakery. Yes. And then the owns the house she lives in. Can we not celebrate that? Yes. Oh. And they don't even tell her they set her up. It's completely blind. Yep. Like, doesn't know she's set up, doesn't know who the guy is. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little much. Give we'll me some time to, to put some makeup on, okay? And give me some time to, like, throw on a different shirt, because I'm but, sweaty from baking all day. Exactly. But still very much the, um, the Hallmark stuff. What did I put here? Cringeworthy. We find out later, she's talking to this dentist guy. I think at a funeral. This is at her <laughs> friend's funeral. They're Because it's good to pick up people at a funeral. <laughs> What the fuck is that? What is this? <laughs> what is it? What's that movie, Wedding Crashers? <laughs> Where Will Ferrell picks people up at funerals. Jazz. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, um, but they're like, it, it, he's, you know, flirting her up. And then they go on this date where he takes her to this, I don't know, bench in a park. I don't know, somewhere. <laughs> but he has roses and he has all of her favorite stuff. And she's like, wow, how did you know all of this is my favorite? And he's like, I asked your mother. Oh, God. And I'm like, what? Like, you are a grown-ass man. And do you know what? Yeah, well said. man. Just take a risk, right? Take oh, a risk. Do you have to be so scripted about that that you have to ask mom what she might like? Listen, I'm a woman. If you throw me any flower, I'm appreciative. It doesn't have to be. I, you don't know me. I don't expect you to know that I like orange roses. I don't expect you to know that. Yeah, but if you show up with orange roses on the second date, first or second, that's a little much. It, yeah, because I would be like, why are you stalking? That's weird. I'd feel a little, that would feel stalkerish. And I, then I would ask, how did you know that? Then you'd tell me you asked my mom, and then I'd be even more freaked out. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh. All right. My first, I guess, original point, there's this character named Betty. Oh, Betty. Betty is like past middle age, not quite elderly. Right. <laughs> but she's off her damn rocker. She's in her 50s, yeah. And it's like one of the very first scenes in the bakery is this woman comes in, she's acting shady as fuck. Wants her whatever she ordered, cupcakes, cookies, who knows. But she's there early. She picks it up. She's all, like, jittery. Mm -hmm. Wants to talk about something. you know. And I'm like, what? what is this? Yeah. Like, you don't have to beat us over the head with the fact that, I don't know. Anyway, so later, we're going to follow Betty through the damn movie. Because she disappears for a while. And she comes back. And she's shady and shaking again, acting like she needs to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point later later in the movie i have to find my betty note there she is betty being all creepy again i wrote that five times in my notes on this movie <laughs> betty, betty be being creepy. creepy again yeah she's real creepy she comes back i want to say like two-thirds of the way through the movie she comes into the bakery and she's all like crying she's trying to give her cat sammy hannah oh yeah to hannah mm -hmm. she's like you're gonna need to take my cat and here's an envelope of money <laughs> That will take care of her for the rest of her life. That was so insane. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I thought on Betty? Betty was going to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, she, well, she was. Um, there's that. It's like, did she, did the pharmacy forget to give her her medication? Did they change something on her? Yeah. Weird. But dun dun dun, we find out. I guess we got to say this. I think they gave her Lipitor instead of Trilogy. Oh my god. <laughs> and I, I should have said this in the synopsis too. So pardon. Pardon that. But two people end up dying, right? The the delivery guy for the baker, he dies first. Mm -hmm. Then later they find another guy dead. Yeah, rich guy. It happens to be Betty's boss. Yeah. Because he 
a lot of people owe him money and he's being a bastard. So a lot of people kind of want him dead. Sure. But we find out, they find him in a barn, in his dairy barn, covered in hay, because they're snooping. Sammy. Oh my god. Sammy's got to do this. So she goes snooping, she finds a dead body in a barn. There's one gunshot hole through, like, a tiny window. And when I say barn, like, think of a traditional garage door. Yeah. Where Huge. you have the tiny little windows, like, 75% of the way up. There's a little tiny bullet hole. <laughs> That's a bullet hole. She was sure of it, too. And, I mean, I get it, but, like, okay. And anyway, so everyone finds out that Max Turner, I think is the name. Yes. Dies. And that's what prompts Betty to come and give her cat to Hannah. Because she knows the cops are going to get her. Because she blindly shot into a fucking barn. <laughs> and thinks she shot the guy. She thinks she killed the guy. Yeah. You shot into a barn. Right. Barns, people. Barns are like are huge. 5,000 square feet. Right. It's a huge, huge area. Ridiculous. She didn't even check that he was dead. No, she didn't. <laughs> she, she, she never checked he was dead. It's like she shot and then ran... Oh and then gosh. it was like, oh my god, I killed him. <laughs> Betty. Betty, get it together. Betty was one of the worst parts in the movie. She was, because she was just really creepy and weird. She didn't need to be there. No, no. She was not an integral part of this at all. Mm -mm. And that's one of the things, too, like, just before I get to my next one, that kind of kills me about these movies, is that, you know, so, and, you know, we made the decision to just start breaking down these movies. But, like, you have to take so many notes because you're not really sure. I mean, even though you kind of are sure maybe who did what, you're not really sure. So then you have to take down so many notes because they make, like, it goes from scene to scene to scene to scene so quickly in mm -hmm. these movies. And everything feels kind of important, which is good about Because everyone them. looks shady as fuck. Every, they make everybody look shady. So then, you know, you're kind of not sure. Like, I mean, I think in this one, it could have been Betty or it could have been, you know, the son or whatever, you know, but it, it ended up being somebody. And I think this one was actually pretty decent in terms of it who, was. you know, ended up being the murderer. Ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, it wasn't so obvious. So anyway, so back to earlier in the movie at the bakery. So, um. Because Hannah owns a bakery. Hannah owns a bakery. I it's, forget what it's called. Oh, I know. I was just thinking, too. Uh, cookie. Uh, cookie jar. The cookie jar. Oh, very cute. cute. It's yeah. very cute. I mean, well, she brands her shit on everything. We'll get to that later. Um, so <laughs> Tiffany Blue. They first walk in, and it's like her and her assistant comes in, and her assistant's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm late." Which I was already eye rolling. I was like, "Get to your job on time." So, because <laughs> you guys know how I am, <laughs> mind on my money. <laughs> Don't make my business fail. Okay. But speaking of failing businesses, right? So as they all do, <laughs> this is not a failing business, but no. it is a business that is just sort of like, what are you doing? So it seems as though, you know, they, they're talking about what, what's on the docket for today. We've got to make three wedding cakes and then we've got to make like all these cupcakes and cookies or whatever. And I think they were making them for the, the big party like, that night or whatever, or the end of the week or whatever for the rich family in town. So great. But like Hannah also... She apparently makes all her own deliveries. <laughs> yes, which is, how do you do that? Right, so she's like, I don't understand. If she's, like, the head baker, right, either, like, she's running some kind of sweatshop where she's got, like, this assistant girl and then, like, a bunch of other people we lowly paid people just elves. making, elves, making cookies and, like, you know, rolling out fondant or whatever it is they do. Like, I don't know what people do when they bake. Like, <laughs> Bacon frosting. I don't know. Mixing and shit. Um, it does take a lot of work. Cookies and shit. I don't know. So 
either she's got that going on so that she can be freed up to make all these deliveries, but she is she makes like 10 deliveries throughout this movie. And I get that some of the deliveries are pointed, like when she goes to the baseball field to yes. make the delivery to the coach who she thinks did something. Yeah. yeah. She accuses a bunch of people. That's yeah. Later. She but goes yes. and makes a delivery to the casino. So she uses her business yes. as an excuse. Right. But right. yeah, she is never in. It seems like an afterthought. Absolutely. She's just like, I don't, who who's going to make all these wedding cakes today? <laughs> When, when she wakes up and she's baking, like, the sun's out and bright and shiny. I'm like, no. Shouldn't you be like, a work? real bakery. Like, you open that shit at three. This is That's the only true. reason I have not done this yet. That is, you know what, that is a I damn good point. Because I am not a morning person. <laughs> but you open up at six so people so can not. get their coffee. Robin is not a morning person, yeah. I will stay up until three and then that's not bedtime, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear um, that. Yeah, not an early morning yeah. person. But yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, none of it makes sense. It's and then, an afterthought. And then I'll just add this on to it. I might as well. While she's making all these deliveries. So some of these deliveries are like super deliberate, right? Because like she's going to like, you know, whatever. So she makes this one specific delivery to the casino because apparently there was like her friend Ron was in a fight at the casino. The guy that died um, in the milk truck. He has a name. Yes, Ron. So my my problems have lasted <laughs> into murders and mysteries too. Where I don't know a damn person. You know I got these names. So... Ron had been in a fight at the casino the night before because he was in a you know Gambler's what? Anonymous situation. Can I stop you for a second? Sure. I think I did a horrible synopsis. What name was short. It's all good. It's all good. Your synopsis is great. So he was in a fight. So she's like, you know, gonna go to the casino, and she's like meets with like the casino boss or whatever yeah, she which walks like, into a casino even and talks to the boss yeah whoever even sees that person in real life <laughs> how is there a casino anywhere near eden fucking lake yeah i don't know so she goes in she's in the office with like and he's got the heavies there you know like his bouncer guys and so she del- brings him she t- lies about who she is again people remember small town okay this town like think this town has like three thousand people or or 500 people i don't know whatever less than that and she goes brings cookies all slapped on a label with the cookie jar on them do you really think that this person in the casino doesn't know that she owns that like how hard a link would that be for him to figure out who she really is but she goes there lying about her name trying to get information and be like a you know pseudo detective and then like she slaps her shit all over everything like just bring it in a fucking plastic bag (laughs) Put the cookies in a freaking yeah, It's like I lunch went and bag. bought these special for you. Uh, it's like, you own the fucking thing. Right, you, yeah, I don't understand. I don't either. I, like, she gives so much stuff away. Yeah. I mean, how can you... <laughs> That's the other part of the business piece. You're giving a lot of shit away. You're giving a lot of shit away. We find out her sister, she's very close with her mother and her sister. Her father's dead. Big shock. Yep. There's a dead parent. A dead, lot of dead parents. By the, there's a dead parent in every single one I've seen. Absolutely. Um, another Hallmark trope that yeah. has lasted. We can't like them unless their parents are dead. But her sister's married to a cop who is an idiot. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a straight up fucking oaf. Because at the beginning of the movie, they're like trading. It, like her brother-in-law is asking her questions. Because she's obviously more logical, which we all know women are less logical than men most of the time. Mm-hmm. But okay, your career is this, and you're asking her. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but then, and the reason I bring it up is because one of my next points 
This movie's so fucking dramatic. Like, you have happy-go-lucky music through half of it, but some of these lines, writers need to do better. The writers need to do better. But Ron's dead. She is she is full on acting. My best friend has died. My life is almost over. Yeah. The red face, the teary makeup. It's yes. all it's it's perfect. The in car its own scene point. where she's crying. Yes. Yes. And she's sitting opposite her brother in law, who is the cop. Yeah. Who is there. And he literally says, I don't know who's who killed him, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> and so heroic. And it's lame as fuck. And then he ends up oh, having nothing to do with it. He has with nothing to do with it. They have to pull in a detective from the big city. Cameron Matheson. Because he's a fucking oaf. But he's like, but it's the it's the good actress mm-hmm. versus the guy they pulled off the street right. and gave two acting lessons to. <laughs> right. And about five real lines. I'm going to find out. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. that's the best part because, yeah, he ends up having nothing to do with them solving the mystery at the end of the day. Nothing to do with it. And it just keeps getting hokey and dramatic. Yeah. I just got to pull these out. Yeah. I think there was an... I mean, the part where he yells at them at the barn, I think that's pretty dramatic as well. So, I mean, Sammy can't keep well her shit said, together. But... Right? She's got to go check everything. So, Betty's been sketchy, as we've said. Right. And so they don't know who killed Ron, but she keeps hearing these stories about how this guy, Max, is being a jerk. And he's pulling in all these loans. He's trying to take people's property. And yeah. she's like, well, I haven't seen Max lately. I'm going to go to the barn. <laughs> and I think, are they at that fancy dinner? Yes. They go to this fancy dinner, whatever, with these rich people. At the that, Woodleys. At the Woodleys. <laughs> and, you know, Max isn't there. And Betty's mm-hmm. still creepy as hell. And right. so Betty hasn't heard from Max. So... Sammy takes her sister. Sorry, she's just going to be Sammy forever. <laughs> Sammy convinces her sister to go to the barn. This is where they go snooping around, and they find Max dead in the barn. And yeah, bro-in-law shows up with the detective. The detective has already called Sammy out yeah. on the fact that she's a baker and not a detective, and she needs to back the fuck up. Yeah, he did mansplain that to her, too. Completely. <laughs> like, about four times. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. Severe. But he shows up with, with Oaf. And Oaf flips out like he's their long-lost father. You could have, you could have destroyed your whole family. You could have gotten your sister killed. Like, boy, back off. <laughs> boy, <laughs> fall back, okay? <laughs> like, your balls haven't even dropped yet. Come on. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So true. So true. Um, and then later, the, the dramatic, just so freaking dramatic. The car that was seen somewhere near... Sammy, when Sammy's inspecting and trying to figure out what happened with her friend Ron, she finds out that he was with a woman who had this tacky-ass pink lipstick. Oh, my God. Pink lipstick. And so she goes to this makeup store, and the woman's makeup store is like, there's only one woman who can wear that color, and he does, and it's horrible lipstick. She, It's the coach's wife who has a gambling problem. And <laughs> She's so complex. <laughs> She's a nut. Gambling problem. And that's where they find out that Ron was at the, the casino because Ron was running interference mm-hmm. because cause homegirl's wife <laughs> has a problem and reached out to her sponsor, who happens to be Ron. Um, who also had a problem back in the day because that's what, yeah. Yeah. And so anyway. Can, we, I, can I just jump in on this makeup store, though? <laughs> Because y'all listen, it's like when a you, poor ass Sephora. When you think of a Sephora, when you think of a makeup store, you think of like a Sephora or a mm-hmm. Mac, right? Like think about your local mall, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. 
this was not a makeup store. It was as if the local beauty salon mm -hmm. also sold makeup. And I'm just like, in what reality is that? You know what I mean? Like, this is not... I get that it's a small town. Maybe I'm just not there. But, like, wh in what makeup shop or hair salon do I also... I mean, I guess people go get their makeup done at hair salons. But it no. just seems odd to me. I feel like that's not a thing. Typically, I mean, like, like hair salons that do bridal right. styles will have the make the, the makeup artist or yeah. whatever. The but really yeah, really fruity places. Yeah. Like, May also does some hair stuff in the back. Yeah. But it, no, yeah, no, I'm totally on board with you. It was weird. And then they take her and put makeup on her and make her look like a whore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thickest black eyeliner. Her eyeliner was way much. Even and her mother was like, wow, that's, it's a little, like. And she goes to the funeral looking like a hoe. It's yeah, hysterical. her mom was like, a little goes a long way. Um, <laughs> but sorry, the thing also with that was that, okay, so Sammy had jumped in a dumpster, okay, to find these coffee cups, because these were a big clue at the very beginning. These oh. coffee cups, a cup, a coffee cup of bronze, and then the wife of the baseball coach, this Danielle woman. So, and because they noted that Danielle had been, her cup obviously had lipstick on it. So then that's when she's dumps, she jumps in this dumpster and she's dumpster diving for these cups. She finds them, who, of course. They don't know who the lipstick belongs to. Exactly. Yet. And they're trying to figure out, well, who was with Ron last, right? That makes blah, sense. Blah, blah. So she gets them. Of course, there's a plastic bag right there in the garbage for her to just quickly evidence bag it up. And then she's got these cups. She, you know, this is where she meets Cameron Matheson. She runs into him. She explains that she has this cup. So Because she's done her own investigation. Right. Because her brother-in-law's an idiot. Right, exactly. And I can't remember if she went to the salon first or if she met Cameron before that. She met that. Cameron first. That's what I thought. Well, anyway, I think it was like the day before. She still ended up... Oh, no, because she gave him the cup, but she had a picture of the cup. So she took her... So, okay, just at this beauty salon. Just stay in this with me. <laughs> she's at this beauty salon. She's trying to identify the lipstick color on the cup. I am sorry. And brand everything. I am sorry. There is not one brand of lipstick. Like, how many times do you go to a CVS and there's a Maybelline and there's a L'Oreal and there's a Revlon and there's a NYX and there's a Rimmel and there's all these different... And the Wet n Wild and there's stuff. A, and then there's all your MAC stuff and your NARS and your high dollar Urban Decay, whatever. There is no way that a small town beauty parlor owner is going to be able to identify by color the fucking lipstick on a cup that you found in a trash can. And you have a picture of. That how many women wear lipstick at a goddamn casino? <laughs> what the fuck? This was the most loose thread I've ever seen before. It, it was, was so horrible. stupid. <laughs> this is this is exactly what this lipstick is and it's horrible. Sorry, lipstick right. And, but true. And, and the woman that owns the beauty salon's like, Loose there's, there's only one person in this town that could even pull that color off. Yes. Like, are you fucking serious? Because she looks as white as every other damn person in this fucking movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So good. So no. good. No, not buying that shit. Okay. Sorry. So uh, that was anyway. just very... No, was dramatic as hell. Yeah, Pathetic. exactly. Pathetic. <laughs> All right. I will say... Well, we'll do that at the end. Never mind. I'm, like, going through my notes. I'm trying not to say every damn thing I wrote down because it would yeah. take forever. We so. would be here forever. Um, and I'm just going to jump into this. My next thing, because this is the biggest thread of the whole movie. Sammy thinks she's a detective. 
It has been explained to her by Cameron Matheson. What's his character's name? Detective. Uh, he is Mike Kingston. Mike Kingston. Yes. Again, love him. There for you. Yeah. Oh my God, love him. Love Do him. Do love. He is. He does mansplain quite a bit. Yeah. But that's yeah. the writer's fault. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> but then again, he's just saying the lines. You're trying to investigate a murder, and here comes some baker. I might have to explain it too. No, bit. absolutely, absolutely. But she's still like five steps ahead of him. Yeah, and <laughs> he even said he ba- basically says that when they're at the park, he's like, yeah. "You are one step ahead of me on this case." Yes. Every time. Yeah. And he keeps telling her to stop, and she doesn't. She doesn't listen to a damn thing he says. I will say that this is a good movie. I think a, a little bit more feminist than we've seen in the past from Hallmark. Absolutely. Um, but she gets an idea in her head, and she runs with it. Like, she doesn't have a company or business to run at all. Right. <laughs> Nothing. Well, we don't see much of her running her business. No. We just see her we giving see her free shit away. We see her talking to a cat. Right. And ta- giving free shit away. But she throws some accusations around. She finds out the, mm-hmm. the, the coach's wife with the lipstick. She goes to her. She goes up to her and starts, like, talking to her at the funeral. Yeah. And basically accuses her of having something to do with his death. Yeah, in or having bathroom. an affair with Ron. Yes. Oh, jeez. Like, he was your best friend. If he was having an affair, don't you think you would know? Yeah. Apparently I, not. Yeah. So she know. accuses her and then finds out that she's a gambler. And Ron's her sponsor. <laughs> right? Then, yeah. I'm shocked she doesn't accuse Betty, because Betty's the only one that acts guilty. <laughs> There's the whole fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Betty's so sketchy. Funeral, what did I say? She's at the funeral. Dennis is flirting with her, right? This is the guy their mom's trying to set her up with. Yeah. He's trying to ask her out on a date. And he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. And she's, like, talking to him and finds out Ron, because Ron was at the casino and got knocked in the face and had to go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, he got a chipped tooth. Yeah. Oh, so you saw Ron. Well, yeah. And then starts asking him questions about where he was when Ron was murdered. And I'm like, are you straight up fucking accusing this guy at the funeral? You just accused the woman. <laughs> now you're accusing a dentist. She just throws accusations around so wildly in oh this movie. Oh my gosh. So wildly. She, who else has she accused? I have it else in here too. Um, oh, so the fancy party they go to. They go to this fancy party with these, these rich people. And she's used to them being all ritzy and they weren't as ritzy, but she was focused on finding Max Turner and who killed Ron and all that stuff. So you weren't paying attention to this shit. Yeah. Until the end of the movie and she goes to get paid. Like, first of all, you don't get paid afterwards. No, if you if I am baking fifty thousand dozen cookies for your ass, you are giving me a check before I let you take it out on fake silver plated anything. Yeah, well, I'm not coming back later for a check. Mind on your money. She goes back to get her check. At least a deposit. And well, yeah, right. And this guy, she sees this guy at the party, and it was it was weird. It was one of those things where you take notice because they're making it obvious that you should take notice. Yeah, but you don't know why. Benton? She's some douchebag. You're talking about Benton? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Probably. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the ritzy people's Big son. Yeah. Ritchie, ritzy people's son. This guy, Benton. Then they have this weird, probably like they dated and he was never, she was never good enough for him. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Weird tension. But anyway, she goes back to their house later to pick up the check and then she starts asking some questions because she thinks Benton might be the killer. And then she sees this car with ski racks on it. That's this right. car that they've seen throughout the whole fucking movie. And it's in the driveway. Yeah. She straight up starts accusing this woman, not her, but her yeah. son. And I'm like, the whole time this is happening, I'm yeah. like, you know you're talking to the killer woman. Yeah. She accused Danielle's husband, also the coach. Yes. She accuses She's all these people. accusing all these people. To the point where Cameron <laughs> Matheson, the detective, arrests 
the coach right for murder right because he has ski racks too on his black ass car <laughs> like what anyway apparently everybody i mean they she are in minnesota accused seven people she does <laughs> put it together at the end and everyone gives her all this credit she accused every other fucking person what? in the town there was no one left no one left! Right, I mean, when you accuse everyone, then one of them oh. has to be the murderer. So, like, oh. good job? Like, <laughs> I'm over it. Alright, should we do our, our quotes? Oh, let's no. actually, let's talk about the end of the movie real quick. So, who, like... We yeah, know. I have at least one more. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> one more note that I have to bring up. Because this does link Cameron Matheson. Okay, fine. Our last movie with Cameron Ra- Matheson. What was your rant, Reagan? Mine on Cameron Matheson? What was it? I don't remember. He made a list of suspects. Oh. <laughs> and for a ten minute scene, Cameron Matheson's looking at a list of names and some fucking arrows. Oh my god, he just wrote a list and then he was doing the drawing the arrows to the names. Back oh. and forth. Well, so we that did. was that movie, what, yeah, All About a Nanny, something about a nanny. Yeah. Sammy Dunn wrote a list. <laughs> On a whiteboard on the back of her specials of the day. Right. So anyone could just see this shit. <laughs> There were four scenes of her looking at this list yep. and circling names. Yep. And, and drawing, drawing arrows. arrows. Yeah. <laughs> it was painful. It was I great. just had to get that out. All right. Oh, my God. Do you have any other points? No. So my whole thing is, the okay, so the way the movie ends. Yeah. So, because, I mean, let's, let's reveal the killer, okay? Yeah. So um, in the end, when Sammy goes to pick up her check from the Woodleys, okay, she goes in, and it's Judith Woodley who's there. She's the mom. She's the mom of Benton, um, and they were the ones that held the party. So she was going there to pick up her check for the baked goods that she brought for the party. So she gets there, and this woman, like, she's, like, the most uptight, like, Botox, you know, and just, like, ritzy. She needs Botox. Yeah. She had poor Botox. Yeah. Then. She's just, like, super ritzy, and she's like, oh. Uh, and she tells her maid you know, bring us some tea in the drawing room. And it was like Jane Eyre from like the 1700s or something. It's very it's Victorian weird um, because nobody has a drawing room anymore. And like, it's very strange. It's fake so, as hell. It was mm-hmm. fake as hell. So, you know, Sammy starts to like, it, things start to kind of pop into her mind. Right. And so she, she's having this conversation with Judith. She looks out the window at one point. Cause Judith leaves her alone. Like, I just don't understand she why goes people into a bedroom. Yeah. Why, why do people leave other people alone in their house to walk away to go do so? Like, I don't understand. Anyway. So she looks out the window and then boom, she sees the black car with the ski racks. And she notices that like their other fancy cars aren't around because they got yeah. sold because there's no art on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And she calls her sister mm-hmm. to see if the Woodleys are on the list of people that got a loan from Max, Dead Turner. Max Turner. Exactly. And because all these people were pissed at Max Turner because he was calling in on all these yeah. loans. So okay. anyone could have legitimately killed him. Yeah, really. Um, the whole town was like in debt to this homeboy. So they find out that, well, it's not Judith Woodley, but she was on the list by her maiden name. Bang, bang. So yeah. <laughs> at that point. They know there's a connection. Yeah. So Sammy just starts going in on her, asking well, she, questions. She's accusing Benton. Yes. She's accusing Benton at first. What well, we find out, times. though, I know, is insane. And then, so, because last time we saw Benton, he looked odd like he was wearing lipstick he was at the wearing party. full makeup. He had full makeup at this party. And, he and was I was the like, only actor in the movie that had full makeup. It was very Except odd. Sammy after the beauty parlor. Like, but. real glossy lips. When we, when he comes in later, he looks more normal. 
or yeah. you know more more mannish. Um, <laughs> he looks like a guy, like a guy, not a ventriloquist, right? Or, so yeah. you know, she, but she goes in on Judith asking these questions, and then um, we find out that basically, you know, end of the day, she's nailed it. Judith was um, Judith got a loan from she Max. got a loan from Max. Because her son was in debt because he was an idiot. Yes, because he was supposed to be in New York making all this money as an investment banker, but he wasn't that smart. Um, and then her husband wasn't hadn't been smart either or whatever. And so then, bang, bang, we figure out it's Judith. And then Judith just pulls a gun out of her waist. <laughs> like an old-fashioned, like, like old six gold. shooter. Yeah, like a gold revolver. It's pathetic. <laughs> She's pointing it at Sammy. And Sammy's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then Benton comes in, and he's like, Mom. <laughs> yeah. And he's just giving her a lecture. And yeah. You're ruining everything. Weird. Yeah. Fat, crazy woman. Right. So then, you know, she's still going to shoot her. And then Cameron Matheson comes in through the back door, and he's ready to shoot somebody. And so then they convince Judith but to no put the gun down. Nobody shoots Nobody shoots anybody. They convince Judith to put the gun down. They cuff her, whatever. Of course, nobody picks up her gun that's just on the floor. Um, and then they, you know, they haul head out. out. And they haul I will out. say. Yeah. If you watch Reagan watching a movie like this, <laughs> wait, what did, what did you say? I think I yelled. I screamed out at one point, shoot her in the back. <laughs> I come in. Reagan's finishing the movie. Because at one point, Judith was still holding the gun Judith on Sammy. pointing the gun on Judith. And then she was pointing the gun on Cameron Matheson. And then she Cameron turned back Matheson. around and, shoot the, and pointed the gun at Sammy. And I was like telling the Cam Cameron Matheson, shoot her in the back. I'm just like a crazy black person watching these movies. And True then I'm crime like, watcher, like watching Hallmark. No one's gonna get shot. I know. And I'm like, get that gun. It was crazy. Anyway, it was so. Um, we we decided that we would also do a little segment of um, our favorite. What was quote. our favorite quote? Yeah, from the movie. So, Robin, you go first. Because and we really didn't spend as much time talking about Cameron Matson as I want. But this I is a know. series, so we will talk as the characters develop. Right, he's coming back, y'all. But when he first meets Sammy. And she's telling him all this shit. He's looking at her. And he's like, this isn't CSI. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite quote from the whole movie that made the whole thing. And I'm like, yep. It was very good. Yep, was very that was good. my favorite quote. My favorite quote was from Mom's Barbara Niven. She was hilarious. She says, because <laughs> this was after she had heard about the whole drama at the barn um, the night before and how, like, Sammy had... Put she's her, found two dead bodies now. She's found two dead bodies now. She put her and her sister in danger. And, of course, you know, cop brother-in-law was all pissed. And so she found that out all about it. it. She says, you've got to stop this. You're going to scare away all the eligible men if you keep finding dead bodies. <laughs> like, that is and amazing. You know, it had nothing to do with her safety. Nothing to do with getting I in the feel, middle of police work. I feel like someone in my family would say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Word. Of, of all the conversations we've had, that actually it does not sound fits. too far off. That's very good. Uh, I will say, I would be more than happy to watch more of these. Me too. Because Cameron Matheson is a friggin' delight, obviously. As I was said. actually pleasantly surprised by Allison Sweeney too. Yes. Yeah. Because she's, she's not Sammy. She's just not Sammy. Right. But she's, she does okay. Yeah. I think I she like does her. great. And she's beautiful. She, she really is beautiful. She really is pretty. She cleans up well. She's cute in the jeans and the, you know, Henley at the bakery. Yes, yes. But she's also, she dresses up very well. Oh, and she she's point. believable. Yeah. The one last point, and I kind of brought it up before, 
the whole feminist type thing, right? Because she doesn't need a man. She owns her own business. She's She's got this, yeah, right? owns her house. She yeah. doesn't even let the detective do his own fucking job because she knows better. <laughs> That's right. At the end of the movie, there were a couple mm. points that were really sweet in the movie that I liked. And so there's this budding romance with Cameron Matheson and, and Allison Sweeney. And Cameron, his character's wife passed away, and so he's a widower. And dead wife. Yeah. Someone's got it. Someone else Always got to be dead, a widower, right? right? Um, but the dentist asks her out on a date, and she says, yes, why not? And then Cameron asks her out on a date, and it's a really sweet moment. And at the very end of the movie, like, both mm. men are in line at the bakery, and her assistant's like, oh, I'm having this big dinner on Saturday, you should come. And she's like, no, I have a date on Saturday. And she's looking at the dentist, and then Cameron walks in, and she goes, oh, I have two dates on Saturday. And you know what I love about that? Is she didn't freak out at all. She's like, good, I got two dates on Saturday. <laughs> and I'm like, damn right, you get it. You know what? I gotta say, that is actually a great little feminist point right there. Because you know what? How many dudes out there be, like, taking out two girls in one night, three girls in one night, you know? know. One leaves at seven. Yeah, exactly. Her flight lands at nine. My game just rewinds. Biggie said it. So, you know what? (laughs) I'm all about Allison Sweet. You know what? Take one to lunch and take the other one to dinner. Why know which one's going to lunch? (laughs) The dentist is totally going to lunch. He's going to lunch at McAllister's. Let Cameron do whatever he wants. Cameron Wait, gets the night date. <laughs> he does. It's just so much more fun and sweet. Uh, so, yeah, we will be watching more of these. Absolutely. And very delightful. Give it a watch. This was the first one in the series, too. This wasn't a random one in the middle. This was, I think, the very first one. Oh, that's awesome. Just okay. started off. I didn't even know that. 2015. <laughs> there is an info box that I actually read. I can't remember a damn name, but I read an info box. This was a Robin pick, so this was a very good one. So thanks, guys, for listening. Definitely let us know what you think of the new Movies and Mysteries angle. We are at Happily Never After Pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Happily Never After Pod. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, Happily Never After. So come take a look and give us your feedback. And yeah, we will be we back. Move through this and, and tweak as we go. But thanks for listening. All right, we'll see you soon.